0: Stargazer time. Our weekly look into the massive universe surrounding our tiny, very troubled planet. As usual, we're thrilled to have the expertise of astronomer Christopher Phillips to guide us through. We've got him on the line. Hey, Chris, welcome back. What is in store this week? Hey,
1: Dave. Good to be here. So this week, Stargazers, keep your eyes to the skies for Jupiter and Saturn, which can be seen in the West. The two planets are getting extremely close together and will appear as a single object towards the holiday. This arrangement will be temporary, however, as the planets will move farther apart during the sky in 2021. And the moon this week is passing through
0: its first quarter phase. I understand this week we have exciting developments emerging from the Valley Isle.
1: Indeed. The Daniel K. Inouye Solar Telescope has obtained its first images of sunspots on our nearest star, These incredible high-resolution images show features on the surface of the Sun in unprecedented detail. The high-resolution of the DKIST, as it's known, enables solar astronomers to see
0: features as small as 12 miles across. And explain how this thing gets such high-resolution images. It uses a
1: technique called adaptive optics to produce diffraction-limited images. This means that the images obtained from the telescope are almost, if not at, the limit that is feasible for a ground-based telescope. Now, this is due to the presence of the Earth's atmosphere. In other words, the DKIST has pushed the absolute limit of the capabilities for a ground-based telescope.
0: And adaptive optics. We know this is used in some other telescopes in Hawaii. Remind us what it does.
1: Well, the image resolution of astronomical objects, including those of the sun, is ultimately limited by the Earth's atmosphere. The atmosphere is constantly moving with thermal currents, pressure, and density variations, all of which cause images to become fuzzy, essentially. Adaptive optics compensates for these variations in the atmosphere to produce clear images from here on the
0: surface of the Earth. And we're at the beginning of a new solar cycle, so this would be a good time for the solar telescope to be online.
1: Absolutely. What it will enable us to do is to study the interactions between solar plasma and magnetic fields. Why is this so important, you ask? Well, everything on the sun, from sunspots to solar flares, is magnetic in nature. By studying these interactions in high res, we can better understand what makes our nearest star tick.
0: All coming off of Maui. That's a very good story. We appreciate it. Christopher Phillips, thank you so much. You're welcome, Dave. And I'm Dave Lawrence. We'll catch you next week for Stargazer, but we keep it at hawaiipublicradio.org.